Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The podcast is about to begin. Grumbler Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to part three of episode 76 of the Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. I am your host, Tina Romero Jr., a.k.a. the Graveyard Grumbler. We are going to pick it up right where we left off on uh, from part two, so let's just get right into it. This will be the final part of this three-part marathon. I do, I, I do hope you enjoyed every bit of my of my efforts that I put into it. So let's get right into it. So where we left off last time for a little recap was a former roommate of Oswald, James Bothello, who would later become a California judge, stated in an interview with Mark Lane that he believed Oswald was involved in an intelligence assignment in Russia. Although Bethalo did not mention this suspicion in his testimony to the Warren Commission years earlier. Huh, I don't know if he's just if uh, Bethalo was just jumping on the on the bandwagon trying to make himself look good or if Oswald was legitimately involved with uh, Soviet Russian interaction. Yeah, that that's one of the big suspicions that they have here with Oswald is that they do believe that he was one of the uh, not one but he was a Russian informant an American Russian informant to where he was going, well, an American informant, really, he would go give sensitive information from Russia since he was able to travel travel to and from and bring it back to America. So let's continue. Oswald's mother, Marguerite, often insisted that her son was recruited by an agency of the U.S. government and sent to Russia. New Orleans District Attorney and later Judge Jim Garrison, who in 1967 brought Clay Shaw to trial for the assassination of President Kennedy, also held the opinion that Oswald was most likely a CIA agent drawn into the plot to be used as a scapegoat, even going as far as to say that Oswald, quote, genuinely was probably a hero, end quote. So, you know, I mean, I, I know that there's a lot of people who who question their motives or question what exactly is going on, but... Uh, I mean, to a lot of people, you, you want when you get something or you find something that's that's of somewhat some significance and probably some importance, you're going to be excited about it and go tell as many people as you can. And in this case, Oswald decided to go tell mommy that, hey, look, mom, I made it. I am now working for the government and this is what they're doing to me or this is what they have me doing. And so because of that, they are he's heading to and from Russia as a as an informant. I mean, that is a very dangerous gig. But it makes sense. I mean, if you're going to have if you're if you're if the government's plotting this elaborate plan to take out one of the most important members, if not the most important member of the United States government, you're going to want to draw this up and had take years and years and years to build up this case for for your backing. See, the way I see it, it, it goes something like this. I mean, it, it, this is this is the way that I saw it, that, that I'm picturing it. OK. When the government or when the Republicans, okay, let me phrase that. I'm not going to put Republicans in. So when certain members of the of the government started seeing the popularity that J, that JFK was getting, they had a a plan, a backup plan, just in case one of their boys that they wanted inside of the government didn't win the presidential race. And so therefore, they already had this 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 contention plan where. Yo, let's start building up our case now. That way, whoever we have as our scapegoat would not realize that they're going to be used as a scapegoat. So let's go ahead and put them with all this anti-American mumbo jumbo. We're going to have them do all this, this here and all this, this there. And at the end of the day, we're going to have them right where we want them. And so now, I mean, see, again, I don't believe that Oswald was a lone shooter, the lone organizer. 
nor do I believe that he was that intelligent to to cooperate and and get something this large together. Do I think that he had he had played a major a major role and that he probably knew exactly who set all this up? One hundred percent believable. Is that uh, is that one of the reasons why that um, the the mafia henchman Mr. Ruby I think it was Jack Ruby shot him when he was in custody? One hundred percent. Was Jack Ruby and the Mafia involved? Absolutely not. I believe this was bigger than the Mafia. This was bigger than than Russia. This was bigger than than Cuba. This was this was an internal problem that the 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 fat cats in America did not like. And so, because of that, because of a lot of things that were, I mean, uh, JFK threatened to disband the CIA and the FBI or one or the other. I can't remember exactly. I mean, I've been on this, this thing for a while. So all this information starts getting you know, scattered up together, but he threatened to, to disband them. And if we look back into history, how much corrupt shit was the FBI and CIA involved? Plenty. There was plenty of, of, of corruption going involved. I mean, one of the reasons why Eisenhower supposedly created the FBI was to get to funnel money from the government to pocket, to, to line his own pockets. That is what what I believe happened with the with the I mean that's that's what uh, one of the beliefs and one of the theories are for uh, for the FBI. Now is it right? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean I, I don't know 100%. I'm just going off of what I read and what my suspicions are. I mean that's one of the the pleasures of having the Graveyard Crumbler podcast is I'm able to give my negative 2 cents and probably complete be completely wrong, but at the same time it makes you think and wonder am I telling the truth? Senator Richard Shaker, a member of the U.S. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, remarked that, quote, everywhere you look with Oswald, there's fingerprints of intelligence, end quote. Shaker also told author David Talbot that Oswald, quote, was the product of a fake defector program run by the CIA, end quote. This stuff, this stuff isn't being made up. This is stuff that's being exposed and opened up. I mean, they, they set Oswald up from the beginning. Do I believe that Oswald, again, was the main shooter? Absolutely not. My theory is that Oswald, there, I, okay, so we all know that there might have been another shooter on the grass, you know, 100%. But what about another shooter in, in another building just around the same vicinity as the Texas Book Depository? So now we're looking at possibly three shooters. Oswald might have. Okay, we'll give we'll give Oswald the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he didn't fire a shot, but there was that one shot that missed. And you know, let's not let's not forget about the shot that that missed. And then we have uh, the the shot that went through Kennedy's neck, bounced out, and then hit Connolly. And then we have the fatal blow that that went to the right front of of JFK. You know, we have three potential rounds, or not three rounds. We have three rounds that were fired from possibly maybe two or three different shooters. I don't think Oswald is one who, who dealt a fatal blow considering the position that he was from the Texas Book Depository. I, I do believe 100% wholeheartedly that there was another shooter that had that accuracy in order to, to deliver that fatal blow. I mean, it says right here, Schweiker, Schweiker also told the author David Talbot that Oswald was the product of a faked defector program ran by the cia i mean this is the our own government here creating fake narratives in order to have them a backing and a scapegoat 
in order to to nail Oswald and you know in their mind probably destroy and in every investigation that has to go around with this with this issue. It, oh my gosh! See, and that's another shitty thing is like I so much I so so much want to believe and trust in my government, but then ever since I started this this podcast, ever since I started the Graveyard Grumbler podcast. It's quite opposite. I'm learning more and more and more and more and more and more and more shit that it, it, it's making me not believe that the government is trustworthy. Do I believe that the government wholeheartedly has our, our health and, and our safety in, in their best interest? Uh, I, I believe it might be in the top five. <laughs> I don't believe that it's the number one on their list. I believe that it might be something completely different. I, I, I mean, there, there might be, like I said, I mean, our, our health and safety and well-being might be in the top five of our government, but I don't believe that it's the number one concern. And that goes for every single member of the government, from president down to the, 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 per, the, the last person to make any major decisions. Again, that's just my opinion. So let's keep going. Richard Sprague interim staff director and chief counsel to the U.S. House Select Committee on, Asso- on Assassination stated that if, quote, if he had to do it all over again, he would have investigated the Kennedy assassination by probing Oswald ties to the Central Intelligence Agency, end quote. So this is an interim staff director of the chief of, and chief counsel to the U.S. House Select Committee of Assassinations. He's saying that if he had to do the investigation all over again, he would, number one, be looking at investigating Oswald's ties to the CIA. Meaning, Oswald was more than likely groomed into believing what he's doing is for the greater good. And then he was used as a scapegoat. And knowing that he was going to fold under pressure, what did they do? They assassinated him. They killed him. They, and they did him such in a dirty way. I mean, he was cuffed and restrained, heading to be tra- getting ready to be transferred. Jack Ruby went into the to the Dallas police station and shot this motherfucker as he was be- as he was handcuffed and getting ready to be transferred. I believe it was on live TV. I believe it was recorded on TV. I haven't found the video. I mean, in all, in all honesty, I haven't really looked deep and and more in depth into the video. But I believe that it was on camera. I mean, think about it. you have you have one of the biggest assassins in all of the United States, getting ready to transfer from one, one facility to another, you know damn well that that's going to be the number one news all over the all over the United States, maybe even the world. This guy just took out a president. There's not many people that has taken out presidents in the past. I mean, I'm sure there are, you know, like a few, but the most recent, the one that, that comes to my head immediately is John Wilkes Booth with Abraham Lincoln. Yes, I I know there was probably another assassination in between, but I just can't think of that right now. That's how often it, it occurs. In 1978, former CIA paymaster and accountant James Wilcock testified before the HSCA, stating that Lee Harvey Oswald was a known agent of the Central Intelligence Agency. Wilcock and his wife, Elsie, also a former employee of the CIA, later repeated those claims in an article in the San Francisco Chronicle. Now this was a this was the the accountant of of the of the of the CIA, meaning that this was HR. So you the, the government obviously is going to want to keep records of everything they do and every every cent they get rid of, supposedly legally, right? So I mean, there's going to be a paper trail no matter what. And so these the the HR does the the wife and the husband who worked in HR and it sounds like they were in in payroll said that they've cut Lee Harvey Oswald checks and on the checks you have to put some sort of driver title right 
or under his his description in in the paperwork that he has in his file. And under that, next to next to Lee Harvey Oswald's job title was he was an agent. He was a CIA agent working for the United States Central Intelligence Agency. But yet, we're still people are still having difficulty in solving this mystery on who actually killed John F. Kennedy. It was it was the United States government that that killed John F. Kennedy. There was nobody else. I mean, yes, okay. And I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna come into the to the conspiracies here in a minute. Uh, th- this episode is actually gonna be fairly. It's it's not gonna be super long because I already did two marathon runs here the the last couple ones. But but this one is gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, we're, 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 let's not worry about the time. These you have payroll. Giving the job title of Lee Harvey Oswald, and but we're still believing that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone gunman who killed JFK when JFK had so many enemies and so many people wanting to get rid of him. But the government created an investigation team to investigate a government assassination. If that's not the best cover-up in the world, then someone needs to email me at graveyardgrumbler at mail.com to give me a better cover-up. Because what, I mean, if you have the guilty party investigating their own crime, all you're doing is giving them an opportunity to, to cover up and, and, dis, and, and demolish any evidence pointing the finger towards the actual people or the actual group who assassinated JFK. Now, I haven't watched the movie yet, but I am definitely going to be checking out JFK that was directed by Oliver Stone. I found it on HBO Max, which I'm super excited. The only reason why I didn't push play on it yesterday is because that movie is three goddamn hours long. <laughs> and uh, I don't know about three hours, uh, but that, that's a, that's a long-ass movie. That's a marathon right there. I need some snacky snacks. Let's continue. Despite its official policy on neither conform, confirming nor denying the status of agents, both the CIA itself and many officers working in the region at that time, including David Atlee Phillips, have unofficially dismissed the plausibility of any possible ties of Oswald to the agency. Robert Blakely, staff director and chief counsel for the U.S. House Select Committee on Assassinations, supported that assessment in his conclusions as well. And the funny thing is that with that statement or with that with that report is saying that the CIA and several officers working in the region, which is the Texas region, they they uh, the, the 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 CIA itself and and many officers officially or excuse me unofficially dismissed the plausibility of possible ties to Oswald to the agency. Of course, they're going to say that. You think they're going? Do you think the the agency, the CIA, is going to have his officers walking around saying, "Oh yeah, Oswald. Oh, that's my homie right there. Yeah, we used to play croquet." Uh, we used to cornhole each other. Uh, you know, we used to pop some cold ones and, and just chill and just talk about the good old days, you know? No, they're absolutely not, especially since he's the number one suspect, especially since people are accusing him or assuming that he has murdered or an assassin or assassinated one of the most beloved presidents of all in all the presidential history of the entire existence of presidency. You really think that they didn't get a memo? At, at coffee or when they were setting up their their stuff for the morning or getting their their briefings that saying oh by the way we're uh, you remember agent uh the the paid agent uh, Lee Harvey Oswald yeah well we need to deny any association or any ties with this individual by every, anyone who asked you we never knew any he was not officially a member of the CIA 
And then you have somebody, probably, I mean, it, it would be someone in the back who raised their hand. Yes, agent. Okay, but if we're supposed to deny everything that he was never an agent, how are we going to clean out his locker? I mean, he has like two weeks worth of checks in his locker right now. Listen here, Kevin. Shut your goddamn mouth. Deny, 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 or you're going to have to go find another job. You might have to be top flight security of the motherfucking world if you don't shut your ass up and just listen to me and deny everything. There was no Lee Harvey Oswald in the CIA. And then here comes Kevin again. Okay, boss, but um, my question is, is that if, if, if uh, Oswald, if Agent Oswald was never a member of the CIA, are we going to take down his, his uh, Agent of the Month picture that he that we have hanging right there next to the other agents god damn it kevin get the fuck out you understand me he never worked here bottom line <laughs> so let's get into the, let's get into the conspiracies here here we have several conspiracies that people have conjured up and made plausible for the assassination of jfk Again, these are just conspiracy theories. We don't know if they are any sort of accurate, but these are several reasons why JFK might have been assassinated. So, addressing speculation that Oswald was a CIA agent or had some relationship with the agency, the Warren Commission stated in 1964 that their investigation, quote, revealed no evidence that Oswald was ever employed by the CIA in any capacity, end quote. Well, of course, the Warren Commission, who was ran by the United States government, is going to deny that that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was employed by the CIA. Do you really think that the Warren Commission is actually going to admit that someone who was set up to to take the fall for assassinating one of the most loved presidents in, in, the, in, in the history of presidents is going to admit that, yeah, he was a member of the CIA? The CIA at that time, now mind you, now you, you can look this up. Just Just look up. Uh, turmoil or or issues with the CIA in the, in the, in the, from the from the beginning and you're going to see so much corrupt shit that was brought up especially around the 60s and 70s there was so much corrupt shit that the CIA was involved in that the, the, the one of the main things is that the government that I mean that was one of the reasons why JFK was starting to attack and want to wanted to disband the CIA and the FBI remember re- remember the episode birds aren't real that that I did a, a while back, several epi- episodes ago. This was around the time that that JFK was in his presidency. He wanted to disband the CIA for creating bird drones and trying to get rid of millions of birds. They wanted to kill millions of birds and replace them with fake goddamn birds. This is not. I'm, I'm not making this up. <laughs> this was this was an actual attempt by the CIA and the government to replace actual birds because I have, I'm, now I've, I've done several episodes of that episode since that episode, but I believe that the main reason why they wanted to get rid of, of all the birds is because the birds kept pooping on their goddamn cars when they were parked at the agency. And, and I believe that that was a real legitimate reason for a bird genocide was to get rid of them and then replace them. So the, the, the general public would not have any suspicion that there weren't real birds. Now, this was a real thing. And because of that, because of the most ridiculous, ludicrous idea of the CIA and FBI, JFK wanted to disband them because they were doing more corrupt shit and more and more harm than they were actually doing good. And then coincidentally, he's assassinated. But someone who is allegedly employed or was was a, a, an informant 
for the CIA, but wasn't an informant. But then we have HR payroll who confirmed that he was uh, an, an informant. You can actually look that interview up and read the article. It's actually pretty cool. But now the Warren Commission, which was created by one of the one of the the, the, the suspects or one of the people that conspired to get JFK murdered, is going to deny that war that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was not a CIA agent. Of course, they're going to deny that. There's no way that they're going to be honest with it, with the entire world and say that Lee Harvey Oswald was employed by the CIA. Again, that's just going to point more fingers to them because they are the CIA and it's a government corrupt uh, organization in order to succeed in greed and corruption. And now, uh, when I say this stuff, I mean, I'm, full, I'm fully aware how this makes me sound, Okay. However, if I didn't read the articles and see people test, testify and realize the dirty shit that, that, that the government has done around the world, I definitely wouldn't be saying this. But unfortunately, unfortunately, there, there is several records and documents stating how, how dirty the CIA and FBI really are. Now, I don't know about here in the in the last few years. I'm just talking about from the early 50s, 60s, and 70s, or the early 60s and 70s when they went when the when the organizations were were created. It, there's a there's a lot of shady shit that both CIA and FBI were involved in. Again, I know my FBI agent is 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 wringing his his fucking hands together until his knuckles are white, like whoa. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, let me find your ass, and oh, and I'm I'm gonna get the biggest notebook, the biggest phone book, and busting your big ass head. I know this. Let's continue. The House Select Committee on Assassinations reported similar similarly in 1979 that quote there was no indication in Oswald's CIA file that he had ever had contact with the agency. End quote, and concluded that the CIA was not involved in the assassination of Kennedy. Again. This is you're telling about that that a government formed agency and of uh, the assassination agency. You're you're telling me that 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 they're denying that that uh, that the CIA and, and Lee Harvey Oswald were in cahoots. You're trying to you're trying to report to me. You're trying to deny to me that that, that you're trying to tell me and feed me this bullshit that a government ran assassinations committee is going to confirm confirm that Lee Harvey Oswald and the CIA cooperated together in order to bring down to bring down JFK. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Gaetan Fonzi, an investigator for the House Select Committee on Assassinations, wrote that investigators were pressured not to look into the relationship between Lee Harvey Oswald and the CIA. Again, see, so here we have some rogue individuals, and I call them rogue because it seems like whenever you try to do well, you're ostracized and, and you're forced out of the little group. And then all of a sudden you become an enemy. And this gentleman, Gaetan Fonzi, Gaetan Fonzi, an investigator for the House Select Committee on the Assassinations, wrote that investigators were pressured not to look into the relationship between Lee Harvey Oswald and the CIA. If there was no suspicion, and I looked that up, and that's an actually confirmed documentation that was given to the investigators for the for the House Select Committee of, of Assassinations. If there was no concern or no worry that the CIA was involved with Lee Harvey Oswald and vice versa, then why send out that memo for the other investigators to follow suit? You know what I mean? 
if there was no if if there was legitimately no 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 cooperation then why 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 pressure these investigators not to look into the relationship huh see it's shit like that that makes you scratch your head and realize goddamn it's some dirty ass shit going around he stated that CIA agent David Atlee Phillips using the pseudonym Maurice Bishop was involved with Oswald prior to the Kennedy assassination in connection with the anti-Castro Cuban groups so now we have another individual who who was uh, the CIA agent David Atlee Phillips using the pseudonym Maurice Bush Bishop was involved with Oswald prior to the Kennedy assassination to connect him with the anti-Castro Cuban groups. So now we have CIA agents working with supposedly a non-CIA agent, but yet Lee Harvey Oswald had no connection with the CIA, nor did the CIA have any involvement with the assassination of JFK. Now, who other people would you would you understand to have this type of of coordination, this type of of accessibility to to the rifle that was able to make take those shots from the grassy knoll? The government, right? Right. I mean, that's what I would think. In 1995, former U.S. Army intelligence officer and National Security Agency executive assistant John M. Newman published evidence that both the CIA and FBI deliberately tampered with their files on Lee Harvey Oswald, both before and after the assassination. You heard that right. An Army intelligence officer and National Security Agency. This executive assistant by the name of John M. Newman published evidence, not just a report, not just a blog, not just a a, a hope and a prayer. No, he published actual evidence that both the CIA and FBI deliberately tampered with their files on Lee Harvey Oswald, both before and after the assassination. And then we wonder why there's so much government corruption and government mistrust for their people. Jesus, Christmas trees. I mean, that is one of the biggest things is, is when... It's, that's one of the biggest things when it came to, oh, the government's going to start, the NSA is going to start tapping your computers and looking and opening your videos so they can have access to, to know what you're doing just in case you're doing illegal shit. That is one of the big reasons right there is the, is the mistrust between the CIA and FBI not being able to gain trust with the community because of all of the, because of all the shady shit that they did. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why be shady? I mean, yes, I understand, you know, there's some things that we don't need to know about for our protection or, you know, whatever the case may be. However, you're also destroying the trust that we have in our own government. And and again, I'm not trying to sound like an anti-government conspiracy. I'm really not. But with the with with this case specifically with JFK, it it turns uh, I mean statistically it turned a lot of people against the government and made them question and become conspiracy theorists because of the JFK assassination. And we're, and we're I'm not even gonna gonna get into the the I'm not even gonna get into the conspiracy of the of the World Trade Center and how the government was involved in that. Yes, I know that's a, I know it's a sensitive show, subject and I know it's touchy, but yo. I mean, I looked at, I, I watched several documentaries and I've read so many different things and the shit just doesn't add up. One plus one doesn't make two when I watch those documentaries and the reports that were given. One plus one equals 947,603. It's crazy. Furthermore, he found that both agencies withheld information that might have alerted authorities in Dallas that Oswald posed a potential threat to the president. 
Oh, man. Furthermore, Mr. Newman found that both agencies withheld information that might have alerted authorities in Dallas that Oswald posed a potential threat to the president. They didn't withhold anything. They intentionally did it so they can set this guy up and have him murdered at the same time. That way, nothing would ever get out, and the and, and the government wouldn't be able to, would be able to get away scot free. There, there, there was no they, 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 it, this wasn't this wasn't accidental. This shit was on purpose. Subsequently, Newman expressed that the belief that this, that CIA chief of the counterintelligence James Angleton was probably the key figure in the assassination. According to Newman, only Angleton, quote, had the access, the authority, and the diabolically ingenious mind to manage this sophisticated plot, end quote. However, Newman surmised that the cover operation was not under James Angleton, but under Alan Dulles, the former CIA director, CIA director and later Warren Commission member who had been dismissed by Kennedy after the failed Bay of Pigs invasion. So Mr. Newman accuses Angleton of having the the diabolically ingenious mind to manage the sophisticated plot. However, Newman said, "My bad. The uh, the cover operation was under James Angleton. Was not under James Angleton, but under Alan Dulles. That doesn't mean anything. Just because the the person that he suspects isn't in charge of the of the whole operation, does not mean that that individual that he's accusing wasn't involved in the in the whole operation." And isn't isn't it an, an an odd coincidence that that Mr. Dulles, who was the former CIA director, later became a Warren Commission member, and this was the same individual that was dismissed by Kennedy after the failed Bay of Pigs invasion. All of this stuff it keeps pointing and pointing and pointing at corruption. It, it just it, it it blows my mind that. This is still an unsolved. This is this is technically a cold case file, since no one can really pinpoint that Oswald was the actual shooter. Yes, in in the Warren Commission and other things, they do say that Oswald was the one who who assassinated JFK. However, with the new evidence, not even new evidence, with the evidence that was found on the on the day of the of the of the scene or the crime, it shows multiple angles and different velocities and trajectory, showing that Oswald wasn't the lone shooter. But yeah, we're gonna settle because he's dead, and we need a, we need a villain. Yeah, I don't I don't buy it, man. I don't I don't buy it. In 1977, the FBI released 40,000 files pertaining to the assassination of Kennedy, including in an April 3rd, 1967 memorandum from Deputy Director Cartha DeLauch to uh, to associate to associate director Clyde Tolson that was written less than a month after the after President Johnson learned. From J. Edgar Hoover about CIA plots to kill Fidel Castro. The memorandum reads, quote, Marvin Watson, advisor to President Johnson, called me last night and stated that the president had told him in an off moment that he was now convinced that there was a plot in connection with the JFK assassination. Watson stated the president felt that the CIA had something to do with the plot, end quote. Later, Cartha Deloke testified to the church committee that, quote, he felt this to be sheer speculation. So we have an individual here that was released, Mr. Cartha Deloach, the associate director, Clyde, I'm sorry, uh, the deputy director, was worried that, that sent a memorandum saying that to Marvin Watson, advisor to the president. Now, this was the advisor to the president. 
This was the guy who heard all the 411 related to the president. Like, yo, you need to watch your six, man, because homeboys want to, you know, bust caps in you. And Marvin Watson was concerned that the CIA had something to do with the plot. This was a month after, this was after, this was in 1977, after, uh, after, uh, oh, April 67 memorandum. This was after President Kennedy was assassinated. That Marvin Watson was worried or feels that the CIA was involved in the plot to assassinate JFK. But yet we're still, this was, this was withheld from everybody. One conspiracy theory suggests that a secret or shadow government, including wealthy industrial, industrialists and right-wing politicians, ordered the assassination of Kennedy. Peter Dale Scott has indicated that Kennedy's death allowed for policy reversals desired by the secret government to escalate, to escal, escalate the United States military involvement in Vietnam. That's another big deal was that John F. Kennedy, who didn't want to have any involvement with 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 uh, Vietnam, he flat out said, "Yo, we don't have anything to do with Vietnam. We understand that it is a shitty thing between North and South Vietnam, but we have nothing to do with that. So, in order to keep our boys safe, we are not going to send any troops there, and the troops that we are there are going to be called back." Of course, war is a big money business. You need to have outside third party contractors and other individuals who can capitalize on war. And with Kennedy taking out. Or, or, or removing involvement of the United States involvement of, to Vietnam, a lot of the fat cats are going to lose a lot of money. And so with the conspiracy that a secret or shadow government organized, the assassination of JFK is very realistic. Now, you may ask, what's a shadow government? A shadow government is an, are, are a group of individuals who run the military that, or excuse me, that this is uh, the, the shadow or, or uh, secret government are a group of people who actually tell the, the elected governmental government officials what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. But you never know about them because, again, they're shadow or secret governments. Now, is that a plausible ordeal? 100% that is. Do I believe it? Absolutely not. But it is plausible. You know, money, money talks. I mean, money has, has, has destroyed entire countries. What makes you think that they're not going to do it to take out one president or to fatten their pockets? This is 1960s. This is the 1960s. People are trying to get ahead in life. Money, money has always been a greedy thing ever since the creation of money back in the early days. In the farewell speech given by U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower before he left office on January 17, 1961, warned the nation about the power of the military establishment and the arms industry, quote, Saying, quote, in the, in the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought by the military industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist, end quote. So in the power of arms, this is all part of the shadow government. I mean, there, I believe, do I believe shadow governments exist? 100%. Who do you think pays the paychecks? I mean, the oil moguls and all these other stuff? 100%. Boy, I tell you. Some conspiracy theories have argued that Kennedy planned to end the involvement of the United States in Vietnam and was therefore targeted by those who had an interest in sustained military conflict, including the Pentagon and defense contractors. Former Texas Senator Ralph Yarbrough in 1991 stated, quote, Had Kennedy lived, I think we would have had no Vietnam War. With all of its traumatic and divisive influences in America, 
I think we could have escaped that, end quote. 100% we could have escaped that by not going over to war in the first place. I understand that. Again, I understand that it was a shitty, shitty ordeal. However, neighboring countries and countries in itself are going to battle and war. America shouldn't be involved in every single one and every single time. Yes, I understand when when drastic measures calls for drastic measures, and then we'll you know we'll get involved. But for something that we had no, we literally had no business in in our involvement in Vietnam. You can look it up. I mean, America had zero involvement, zero. Not, it, there was nothing involved. I mean, for for Vietnam, the only thing that that people have said that the, the involvement of American that that we we uh, we benefited from was drugs. We ended up finding mass amounts of drugs, using them, and then transporting them back to America. Again, that's just an, 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 that's not, I I don't have receipts for that. Those are just different reports and conspiracies on why America was involved in Vietnam. I I mean, we we could have 100% avoided heading to Vietnam. There's no doubt. There's no doubt at all. But again, money talks. And when money talks, you have to do what you have to do. According to author James W. Douglas, Kennedy was assassinated because he was turning away from the Cold War and seeking a negotiated peace with the Soviet Union. Douglas argued that this, quote, was not the kind of leadership the CIA, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and the military-industrial complex wanted in the White House, end quote. Meaning, the CIA and um, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, didn't they didn't want America to look like a bunch of bitches, you know? We're not going to bow down because the, the big bad Russians told us to back down. No, what we're going to do is we're going to hold our ground. We're going to keep fucking these people up and we're going to do what we do because we're the biggest balls on the, on the, on the playground. Bottom line. When Kennedy's like, yo, this isn't good for my people. We need to do what's right for Americans. I think we're going to just, you know, let's call it peace. We'll work out a negotiation. And because, and it, it happens, this, it, it happens up to today. I mean, I, again, I, I hate getting into politics, but this is a, a politically fueled <laughs> episode. I mean, with, with, I mean, it, statistically we have more people willing to go to war than not go to war because again, war is great for certain nations. We have more jobs whenever war happens. I mean, we have people who go fight and I mean, not, but it, it's leaving a lot of jobs open. So we need to fill them. Right. Right. I mean, it, again, it happens now. Trump, Trump's biggest thing was that we're we're not going to back down. I'm going to bring back America to his glory and let him. And we're not going to be bullied by any other nations in the entire world. Okay, I half agree with that, but I half don't agree with that. Why get involved in 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 ridiculous wars that we have nothing to do with, like the Vietnam War, Korean conflict, and others, so on and so forth? Again, if if something is knocking on our front door or something is is infringing and in threatening life and, and liberty, I get I I understand war unfortunately is is a necessary thing. However, I don't believe that that turning out peace talks is making us look like bitches. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there still to this day. I mean, like I said, President Trump and and his entire cabinet was one of them. Where we can't look like bitches anymore. We're not going to look soft. We're, we're not going to let people walk all over us anymore. Okay. You know, to some extent, I understand, but not to the point where we need to start wars. Again, I'm not anti-war at all. I'm not, I'm not an anti-war. I don't have a peace button on my, on my, on my hard hat or anything like that, but it's just, you know, uh, logically is, is, is logically, I mean, but that's just my opinion. I'm getting off topic. Let's go back. The House Select Com- Committee on Assassinations reported that it investigated, quote, alleged Secret Service complicity in the assassination, end quote, and concluded that the Secret Service was not involved. However, the HSCA declared that, 
quote, the Secret Service was deficient in the performance of its duties, end quote. That is another huge, 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 huge thing that, that's pointed out. I'm going to get into that here in a little bit. Let, 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 what this, let, let's, let's get into it. So among its, um, among its findings, the HSCA noted, one, that President Kennedy had not received adequate protection in Dallas. Two, that the Secret Service possessed information that was not properly analyzed, investigated, or used by the Secret Service in connection with the president's trip to Dallas. And three, that the Secret Service agents in the motorcade were inadequately prepared to protect the president from a sniper. The HSCA specifically noted no actions were taken by the agent in the right front seat of the presidential limousine, Roy Kellerman, to cover the president with his body, although it would have been consistent with Secret Service procedure for him to have done so. The primary function of the agent was to remain at all times in close proximity to the president in the event of the emergencies. Now, I'm, for those of you who, are, who aren't, are unfamiliar with the Secret Service, when one of the main important jobs of the Secret Service, if, you have, if you're going to guard the president, is you are to jump in front of a bullet for the president. That is in the job description. That is what you're told at first day of orientation. That, that, that even orientation, that's what you're told before your, your application is even processed. Like, yo, look, man, if you land presidential family or presidential duty or anyone of such importance, when bullets are a flying, your body is a diving in front of the president or whoever you are, whoever is of importance and block that bullet from hitting the president and other important members of this government. Are you okay with that? Because if you're not, you can be top flight security of the world, Craig. So if you look at that video, again, just look at the, the John F. Kennedy assassination video, and it shows that the Secret Service agent, none of them made any attempt to cover President Kennedy after, after any shots. So according to protocol, once that first shot rang out, the one, the first shot that missed, immediately a Secret Service agent should have been on top of John F. Kennedy taking uh, and blocking any other rounds that, that were shot at the president. But if you look closely, because I'm looking at the video right now, they are several feet away from the president. Why? Oh, there's more. Oh, there's more. Trust me. There's a lot, there's a lot more about that theory, why, how the Secret Service and CIA were, were in cahoots with that. Some argue that the lack of Secret Service protection occurred because Kennedy himself has, had asked the Secret Service make its, excuse me, some argue that the lack of Secret Service protection occurred because Kennedy himself had asked the Secret Service make itself discreet during the Dallas visit. However, Vince Palomaro, who interviewed several Secret Service agents assigned to the Kennedy detail, disputes this. Palomaro reports that Secret Service driver Sam Kinney told him that requests such as removing the bubble top from the limousine in Dallas, not having agents positioned beside the limousine's rear bumper, and reducing the number of Dallas police motorcycle Outriders near the limousine rear bumper were not made by Kennedy. Oh yeah! So when Kennedy showed up to 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 Dallas, when with the when he when he rode into in his limousine, he was supposed to have a bulletproof bubble top on top of the limousine that was removed, not by Kennedy, but by the Secret Service. Also, the route that initially took him, took him uh, through, through downtown Dallas never had him going through the, past the Texas Book Depository. 
Number one, because of the, the all the turns that had to do down in downtown Dallas in downtown Dallas in that section, the turns there are more turns than the Secret Service would like would would have liked to make. However, very last minute, the route was changed. The amount of motorcycle riders that were supposed to motorcycle riders, police motorcycle cops that were supposed to be riding next to Kennedy were decreased, not by the request of Kennedy, but by the request of the, of the Secret Service. Why? Why was all of this made made a point to do? Look at, I mean, look it up. There, there's there's that there's evidence showing and talking about all of this stuff that Secret Service changed all of these. One of the most important, most most one of the most confusing and and, and uh, not important, but but one of the most scratching, curious things for me is why was the route changed? The route was pre was pre designed and pre-given in order to keep the president away from as many windows as possible. The Texas Book Depository has a shitload of windows, and so, so do all the surrounding buildings in downtown Dallas. But yet, we changed, the, not we, but the Secret Service changed the route, took off his glass bubble bulletproof top, limited the amount of Secret Service agents and the amount of police that were following. And when the first shot rang out, no Secret Service agent ran to jump on top of the president to block him like they were supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know about you, man, but hey, that, that, that seems a little suspicious to me. In the echo from Dealey Plaza, Abraham Bolden, the first African-American on the White House Secret Service detail, claimed to have overheard agents say that they would not protect Kennedy from would-be assassins. This is coming from the first african on the White House Secret Service detail to have heard his fellow agents say that they would not protect Kennedy from would-be assassins. Fuck. So, yeah, I'm I'm not going to do my job, even though that's what I'm going to do my job. I'm supposed to do my job, but I'm not going to do my job. Questions regarding the fortrightness of the Secret Service increased in the 1990s when the Assassination Records Review Board, which was created when Congress passed the JFK Records Act, requested access to Secret Service records. The review board was told by the Secret Service that in January 1995, in violation of the JFK Records Act, the Secret Service destroyed protective survey reports that covered JFK's trips from September 24th through November 8th, 1963. Yeah. What? Are you serious right now? The Secret Service destroyed protective service protective survey reports that cover JFK's trips November 8th of 1963 president JFK was assassinated November 22nd 1963 but yet all of these paper and all of the, all of this information was destroyed by the Secret Service, against regulations and against policy. Boy, I tell you. A 2003 Gallup poll indicated that nearly 20% of Americans suspected Lyndon B. Johnson of being involved in the assassination of Kennedy. Oh, yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson, his his vice president, he's guilty. Well, they claim he is. See, I I believe that this was a whole huge uh, conspired plot where you had multiple parties. Yeah, I 100% believe that Linda B. Johnson was involved. I, I believe that he had an ear and oh, a take in in helping orchestrating the, the demise of JFK, no doubt. I mean, he became president. 
He was in the he lost to JFK in the presidential run for that presidential year. He causing him to be or, or making him be JFK's vice president. Anybody who loses doesn't want to be the assistant to the to the individual you lost to. That's just not something you want. Critics of the Warren Commission have accused Johnson of plotting the assassination because he disliked the Kennedys and feared that he would be dropped from the Democratic ticket for the 1964 election. In fact, the fact that JFK was seriously considering dropping Johnson from the ticket in favor of New North Carolina Governor Terry Sanford should Kennedy run in 1964 has been cited as a possible motive for Johnson's complicity in the assassination. In 1968, Kennedy's personal secretary, Evelyn Lincoln, Evelyn Lincoln, wrote in her book, quote, the book Kennedy and Johnson, that president, hold on, let me reread that. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Kennedy's personal secretary, Evelyn Lincoln, wrote in her book, the title of the book is Kennedy and Johnson. She wrote that the president, that President Kennedy had told her that Lyndon B. Johnson would be replaced as vice president of the United States. That conversation took place on November 19th, 1963, just three days before the assassination of President Kennedy and was recorded that evening in her diary and reads as follow. So she kept record of this conversation just three days before President Kennedy was assassinated, saying that Lyndon B. Johnson would be replaced as vice president of the United States. This was 19, November 19th, 1963. JFK was assassinated November 22nd, 1963. See what I mean about, cons- oh my gosh. This is what she wrote. As Mr. Kennedy sat in the rocking chair in my office, his head resting on, on, uh, resting on its back, he placed his left leg across his right knee. He rocked slightly as he talked. In a slow, pensive voice, he said to me, you know, if I am reelected in 64, I am going to spend more and more time toward making government service, and honor- making government service an, honorable, an honorable career. I would like to tailor the executive and legislative branches of the government so that they can keep up with the tremendous strides and progress being made in other fields. I am going to advocate changing some of the outmoded, the outmoded rules and regulations in the Congress, such as the seniority rule. To do, to do this, I will need, as a running mate in 64, a man who believes as I do. Mr. Lincoln went on to write, or excuse me, Mrs. Lincoln went on to write, Quote, I was fascinated by this conversation and wrote it down verbatim in my diary. Now I asked, who is your choice as a running mate? End quote. JFK looked straight ahead and without hesitating, he replied, at this time, I am thinking about Governor Terry Stanford of North Carolina, but it will not be Lyndon. Three days later, JFK was assassinated. Lyndon B. Johnson and the rest of the government, including the CIA, 100% had involvement in the assassination of JFK. I don't know why this hasn't been a, cl- a closed case investigation, but it's the government. You can't have the government close, close its case on its own dealing and find itself guilty. In 2003, researcher Bob McClellan published, or excuse me, <laughs> in 2003, researcher Barr McLennan published the book Blood, Money, and Power. McClendon claims that Johnson, motivated by the fear of being dropped from the Kennedy ticket in 1964 and the need to cover up various scandals, masterminded Kennedy's assassination with the help of his friend, Attorney General, excuse me, Attorney Edward A. Clark. The book suggests that a smudged partial fingerprint from the sniper's nest likely belonged to Johnson's associate, Malcolm Mack Wallace, and that Mack Wallace was, therefore, on the sixth floor of the depository at the time of the shooting. 
The book further claim the book further claims that the killing of Kennedy was paid for by oil magnates, including Clint Murchison and H.L. Hunt. McClellan states that the assassination of Kennedy allowed the oil depletion the oil depletion allowance to be kept at twenty seven point five percent, meaning at twenty five twenty five percent twenty seven point five percent. Anyone who had any stock in the oil would be making a shitload of money. JFK would not have allowed that and was not allowing that and was trying to change that to a lower percentage in order for the for the uh, the oil moguls not to profit off of corruption. Lyndon B. Johnson, I believe, one hundred percent had had a uh, an involvement with the assassination. That boy, I tell you. Madeline Brown, who alleged she was the mistress of Johnson, also implicated him in a conspiracy to kill Kennedy. In 1997, Brown said that Johnson, along with H.L. Hunt, had begun planning Kennedy's demise as early as 1960. Brown claimed by its fruitation in 19 Brown claimed that by its fruitation in 1963, the conspiracy involved dozens of persons, including the leadership of the FBI and the mafia, as well as prominent politicians and journalists. This was coming from the mistress. See what this again? The reason why Marilyn. <laughs> Not the reason why Marilyn Monroe, but one of the conspiracy theories that Marilyn Monroe or why Marilyn Monroe was assassinated was that the J, the Kennedy brothers, John and uh, and uh, and uh, his brother, I think it was Robert, they were having pillow talk with Marilyn Monroe, told her all the information and all the truth about aliens. They realized how uncontrollably panicked the the entire United States would be, so therefore they needed to silence her. They, they silenced Marilyn Monroe. Now, that is a huge conspiracy that I actually believe. It is nuts, but it's an actual thing to, to, to believe. What, my, what the point of that story is, why is it that men of power, after having sex with somebody, <laughs> with their mistress, decides to reveal all of this information? Like, like, like that's the person to know that, that they, they should tell. If you're having this, if you're having an affair, the last person you want to release that information to is your mistress, because if she gets mad that you didn't break up, that you didn't divorce your wife to be with her, she's gonna the mistress is gonna let out all of the business, and that goes for Sancho's too. That's not that's for misters, not not just mistresses. If you're cheating on your spouse and you don't leave your spouse, but you're 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 pumping them up, saying that hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend my time with you. You're you're my only one. Only you, but then you don't do it. What's the next step that they're going to do? They're going to they're going to be scorned, and of course they're going to start putting shit on blast. They're going to have ten rolls of dimes and just get ready to drop them. So why would I mean one of the one of the biggest honest? I mean I, I don't I don't know how accurate this, this statistic is, but in my opinion. If you want to know the truth, talk to a scorned wife or a scorned mistress, and the truth will, will come out. But why, why divulge that sensitive information to somebody that shouldn't have that information? That, that's, that's the bottom line. In the documentary, The Men Who Killed Kennedy, Madeline Brown and May Newman, an employee of Texas oilman Clint Murchison, both placed FBI Director, Director J. Edgar Hoover at a social gathering at Murchison's mansion the night before the assassination. Also in, t- in attendance, according to Brown, were John McCloy, Richard Nixon, George Brown, R.L. Thornton, and H.L. Hunt. So you just have a room full of uh, important motherfuckers all, get, all, all together rubbing elbows along with the, along with the, with the, with the big fish. Huh. Crazy. 
it's crazy that that right after uh, Lyndon B. Johnson's run, Richard Nixon became president in 1969. Hmm, that's kind of weird, huh? Boy, I tell you. Madeline Brown claimed that Johnson arrived at the gathering late in the evening and in a grating whisper told her that the Kennedys will never embarrass me again. That's no threat. That's a promise. In addition, Brown, in, in addition, Brown said that on New Year's Eve 1963, she met Johnson at the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas, and that he confirmed a conspiracy to kill Kennedy, insisting that, quote, the fat cats of Texas and the U.S. intelligence, end quote, had been responsible. Jesus, Christmas trees in June. So, so th- this lady is confirming and saying that 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 Linda B. Johnson, one hundred percent, dropped dimes saying that that uh, in November, December, a month after after JFK was assassinated, that the fat cats of Texas and the U.S. intelligence, then U.S. intelligence had been responsible for the assassination of JFK. But yeah, we're not going to take any of this into into consideration. We're going to go ahead and believe that one of the men who are angry about JFK and can and organize the Warren Commission to find out who assassinated JFK to cover up that he killed JFK. Boy, I tell you. Brown reiterated her allegations against Johnson in the 2006 documentary Evidence of Revision. In the same documentary, several other Johnson associates, associates also voiced their suspicions of Johnson. Jesus Christ. So now what we're going to get into... That that was the, the the one of the biggest theories and the one one of the most confident theories that my brother believes. Chewbox, he believes wholeheartedly, one hundred percent, that his wife Jackie Kennedy killed her husband out of again a wife scorn, jealousy, embarrassment, and anger. I don't believe that. I don't believe that Jackie would have killed her husband. Maybe she had been. Maybe I mean this is this is this is thin, but maybe she was involved in the plot or a conspiracy or a murder for hire and agreed to have the government kill JFK. Now, do I believe that? I believe that more than than Ken than Mrs. Kennedy actually pulling the trigger. So, the, what I'm here the next few things that I'm going to read are actually evidence and movements that that Jackie Kennedy made during the time of the assassination, right in the action, okay? So, wife Jackie moves forward in her seat and turns 90 degrees to face her husband. Conspiracy theorists theorists then describe how she then leans in towards him, seemingly raising her left hand towards his throat. Suddenly, a flash of orange, the crack of a gunshot, and Kennedy slumps forward and to one side. Again, pull up that Kennedy assassination video and it will show it frame by frame exactly what they're talking about. I mean... It, I didn't see it. My brother says you can. You, he swears on everything that he that you can see the flash. I don't see the flash. I mean, I, I'll have to rewatch it again. At that point, instead of ducking down and taking cover as one might in such a situation, Jackie kneels up on the seat and clambers over the back of the car. And the conspiracy theorists claim something can can see can be seen flashing in her left hand. So I don't know what a lot of people's reactions are, but. If you just see your husband's head blown out and you see all of his brains on the back of the car, some say that just at the sound of a crack of the, of the gun, you're going to duck and cover. But maybe Jackie Kennedy was raised in the hood. Maybe she heard that shit all the time. Just, you know, every day was pop, pop, pop. 
And so when she heard the crack of the gun, it wasn't such a big deal until she realized that her husband was shot. A lot of women, I'm not, I'm not going to speak for, for every single one, but I know a lot of women would want to do everything they can to protect their husband and keep them, keep them alive, regardless of what was going on. I mean, remember, we have women who've been severely abused who still want to protect their husband because, again, of the love and dedication and, in some cases, the extreme uh, brainwash and manipulation that there's only him and, and, only, and only him alone. However, there are, there are some several instances where women legitimately who aren't abused want to make sure that they keep their, their husband alive and intact. So when they see the back of, of her husband, when she sees the back of her husband's head blown off and her brains everywhere, her initial reaction, in my opinion, is to gather him and try to save and put him back and, and keep him alive. I could be wrong. I'm more than likely. But let's keep going. A bodyguard, Clint Hill, leans forward before Jackie does a clumsy crawl backwards into her seat. The most popular narrative used to explain her movements is that in a state of shock, she was frantically trying to retrieve some of her brain, her husband's brain and skull. The video looks into a phenomenon known as the Mandela effect. And from 53 or uh, 0053 in this video, he examines the individual who's talking about this, the Zapruder footage, freeze framing it to show what he claims to be something shiny and possibly metallic in Jackie Kennedy's left hand. But was Jackie left handed? Well, as it happens, according to various sources on the Internet, she actually was left handed. So in order to get rid of that, to, to get to get rid of to get rid of of or or to pull off this scheme, Jackie's gloves would have been would immediately would have had to been replaced, thrown out, or completely lost. When you grab brain matter and 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 blood on a white pair of gloves like she had on, you're going to have blood stains forever in there. Now with that. Remember, there is technology, even back in the 60s, where you have gun residue from the gunpowder that, that blows off when you, when you shoot. That's also going to be on Mrs. Kennedy's glove. But nowhere have I ever found anybody doing any investigation or, or uh, examination of her gloves. Now, is that feeding into the conspiracy? Absolutely. 100% it is. But I still don't believe that Mrs. Kennedy killed her husband. I mean, that's just my opinion. Let's keep going. Another video claims that the Zapruder footage appears to have been doctored or even totally reconstructed and reshot with conspiracy theories suggesting it uses actors in attempt to cover up real events of that day. It also touches on how Jackie may have been JFK's assassin. But why would Jackie Kennedy want to kill her husband? Several reasons have been bandied. Uh, several reasons have been suggested. It was no secret that Jack, as she called him, had affairs, had affairs the most notorious being with a Hollywood legend, legend Marilyn Monroe. When Marilyn Monroe was found dead, allegedly through suicide, Jackie didn't hide the fact that she was pleased and was reported as saying, quote, I was glad that Marilyn got out of her misery, end quote. Huh. That's just not enough evidence for me. That that's just—I mean, if you think about it, she had it made in the shade, but that's not always enough. When when a woman legitimately, honestly loves who she who she loves, but I just—it's thin for me. It's just really thin that 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 she actually killed her own husband. 
The CIA had plenty of reasons to want to dispose of the president. He's made no bones about his plans to take away some of their powers, especially when it came to the planning and execution of covert operations. He didn't. JFK even said quite publicly that he intended to, quote, smash the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds, end quote. Now think about it. Could the CIA have persuaded an already angry and jealous Jackie into killing her unfaithful husband? Absolutely, just like the ploy, just like they ployed to kill Marilyn Monroe off of her depression, her 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 boozing ways, and convinced her to overdo it and or fed her pills and alcohol to actually make her overdose. So Graveyard Grumbler's final rap. Let's go. Oh my gosh, we're already past an hour. I thought this was gonna be a 30, 45 minute episode. I was wrong. So Graveyard Grumbler's final rap. Unfortunately, no one knows who actually killed JFK. The ending theory is that Lee Harvey Oswald is the guilty party. Now, we don't know that 100%. That is just an assumption, and we can't get we can't get a confirmation or a confession from a dead man. And in my in my in my opinion, Jack Jack Ruby or John Ruby, I can't Mr. Ruby, the one who killed Lee Harvey Oswald was 1000% a hired individual by the government to kill this person. Number one, he probably didn't have care if he went back to prison. I mean, on top of that, he, I'm sure he was able to get out of prison. However, if Lee Harvey Oswald, knowing that he was going to face the death penalty for assassinating a U.S. president in Texas, remember, Texas is a capital punishment state. And when Lee Harvey Oswald realized, holy shit, I am in a lot deeper than I ever thought I was going to be. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. I am going to sing like a lovebird during love season when I'm Twitter-pated. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. And then the government realized, including the Dallas Police Department. Now, the Dallas Police Department, I believe, has some involvement to keep this and the accessibility to end Oswell's life. And so the government just basically pretty much said, yo, it's not going to happen. We're going to have to end this dude. Hey, Mafia, you're, you can get people in and out, and we don't need to worry about it. You can't have connections to us. Fine, we got you, homeboy, but make sure that you scratch my back in return. No worry about it, homeboy. We got you. And then Oswald is assassinated. No one knows the truth. The government creates their own government investigation team to not to not find out not one goddamn thing. Although evidence there's ta evidence tampering, there was uh, links showing that the government was involved. There was also reported re recorded uh, worries and fears. By JFK himself, that the CIA and fellow government officials might have it out for him because of the failure at the Bay of Pigs and for wanting to destroy or, dis or disband the CIA and just to get, get out of Vietnam. Vietnam was one of the biggest things that we wanted to get, get out of. You know, that, that was the whole big 60s bullshit about peace, love, and, and no war. So I, I, I don't hate you, Bach. Little bro, bro, I, I don't, I don't, I still don't see Jackie Kennedy killing her husband. I see more Lyndon B. Johnson and the other far right extreme uh, conservatives who had more of an of a assassination plot and reason to kill him than Mrs. Kennedy did. I could be wrong. You could be wrong. We all could be wrong. Lee Harvey Oswald might have really done it, but I deep down don't believe that that Lee Harvey Oswald was was the legitimate assassinator or the, the the person who killed Mr. Kennedy. I 100% believe what he said, that he is a patsy and he is the scapegoat. It's easy to pin it on him because of all his Russian uh, dealings and movements and everything else like that. 
But I don't believe that he was the one who legitimately did it. I believe that it was a governmental ploy and a governmental uh, uh, conspiracy. And uh, they put a green light. They greenlit JFK and the government uh, cashed in on that contract. That's 100% bottom line. My belief and my understanding of of this this, uh, conspiracy. So there's nothing else more to say about this. I mean, I've, I pretty much beat this with the de- this this horse past past dead. I'm pretty sure we turned the damn horse into glue by now. I mean, three. This is three. Let me see. Two, three. This is the four hour long series, three parts, four hours total. Oh, that's a marathon. So hopefully everybody enjoys the episode. If you have any if you have any comments or any any theories that you want to throw my way, feel free to email me graveyardgrumbler at mail.com or you can hit me on Instagram or Podbean, Podchaser and Good Pods. Uh, it's just Graveyard Grumbler podcast. Just you can search me through there and 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 hit me up and let me know what you think. I'm curious to know what everybody thinks. So please interact with me. Let me know what you think about this conspiracy. Yes, even from my people listening worldwide, I want you to to uh, give me your two cents as well. I, I know a lot of people might not be familiar with this, with assassinations of the presidents or government officials, and other countries might be 100% more familiar than we are. So feel, uh, people, my listeners from around the world, uh, I would like for you to to uh, chime in as well. Graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. I'm more than happy to read it and figure out and try to figure this thing out. But other than that, we are going to wrap it up for the JFK conspiracy. Jesus Christmas trees. That was a long ass episode. I want to thank everybody for their, 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 their continuing support. I really appreciate each and every single one of you. I really, really do. Uh, for the 100th episode, I'm going to see if I can do something really special for everyone. And uh, if, if anybody has any suggestions for the 100th episode, feel free to let me know. I'm willing. I'm I'm willing to try to make uh, something special and make it memorable for all my listeners. Kind of a big thank you, not kind of, but a big thank you. Other than that, I have no other announcements. Other than oh, if you're if you're into scary stories and you've heard my scary stories on this podcast before, feel free to uh, or uh, by all means go subscribe to my Patreon. It's five dollars flat rate. I have no other tiers. I have one tier. It's flat rate. You get two stories a month, and eventually when I have uh, a merchandise. To be involved, you will get forever discounts on merchandise. You will also get first choice at the merchandise as well. So if you buy it all out and my regular listeners have to wait, then damn, that that's kind of sucks. But you know that's the perks of being a Patreon for now. So uh, other than that, that is it. I appreciate everyone. And as always, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. You should be friends. Graveyard Grumbler Graveyard Podcast. Grumbler.